this episode of My Cat's Tale, George the Stourbridge Station Cat. He is exceptionally cheeky, very, very affectionate and very, very hungry. He poses. He absolutely poses for pet photographs, I'm sure of it. That's what I try to do with this page, show a little bit of railway life and just how naughty or how cute George can be. So, Starbridge Station. Mm-hmm. The best station in the world ever now? We won the World Cup of stations, You yes. did, and you beat Glasgow, which kind of makes me, as an Edinburgh resident, quite happy. <laughs> well, we came second um, the previous year, and then we were very fortunate to uh, win this year. How much of that do you think is down to George? <laughs> um, quite a lot, quite a lot. I like to think that George um, shows his station off proudly, and it's a beautiful station. So I think I think a considerable amount was uh, down to George's um, expertise at campaigning. Yeah. So uh, now we've done a, an <laughs> obscure introduction. Of course, everybody knows it's George the station count. We told you in the introduction. Yes, Simone, station Hello. manager, mistress, head of everything that rolls past the platforms. Don't tell George that. <laughs> and George, the station cat, who's, of course, actually in charge. Yes. How do you get a station cat? You don't just advertise for one, do you? George most certainly chose us, definitely. So um, George had a home um, not very far from the station, and um, he chose to just keep turning up every day. And um, Ian, the one supervisor, let him in the office one day and... Um, there you have it, a love affair blossomed between the two of them. And when Ian was going home uh, quite late at night after his shift, if George was still there, he'd carry George home down to his, his proper house. And when his owners were emigrating, they were taking their cats with them, but they'd realised that George had formed quite a bond with Ian. Mm -hmm. So they spoke with Ian and um, Ian had agreed to... Um, quite readily agreed to adopt George and the rest is history. That, that's really loving the fact that you have a cat and then realise that the cat's life will be better with someone else. It, it's very, very unselfish and I, I do keep in contact with his previous parents or his previous mother um, and, and uh, you know, I'm forever saying thank you. Thank you for, you know, letting us have George, letting Ian adopt George and just enriching all of our lives, really. Because had she not done that, we wouldn't be where we are now with George. Who's this we? The entire nation who loved George. There you go. He is he's a well-known cat. He is, yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, look, we, we've kind of put like great big bits of signposts in the story there. Of he's now well loved and known around the world. Um, mm -hmm. He he moved in to the station with Ian, um, and mm -hmm. he found the station. But we've we've missed out some great big gaps there. <laughs> how how does he go from just walking into the station one day to creating so much love that it becomes his station? Ian um, 
loves cats. Ian's been on the railway over 50 years now and at some of the previous locations or stations that he's worked, they, they've had cats. They've had station cats previously and um, um, he has his own cat at home. Um, she's quite elderly now. Uh, and he just absolutely fell in love with George and because as soon as George knows that there's somewhere nice to sleep and there's, you know, treatos in abundance, then uh, he's going to keep coming back every day. And that's what he did. So how long between him turning up for the first time and becoming adopted? That was about 18 months. Did George decide long before that, that he'd found his place? George would never admit that. He would just say that he came to rule. So how much of an institution is he? I mean, no, actually, no, let's backtrack one there. How popular is the station itself? It's quite popular because we have the um, the pre-metro class 139 that runs down to the town. We do get a lot of visitors that come for that, come to have a look at it. Um, it's one of the busiest stations along the line. Pre-COVID, footfall of well over a million yeah, and and that you've got the class one three nine, which which I have to be fair, I nerded <laughs> out before I hit the record button. Otherwise, this would have turned into a trains podcast. But it is the tiniest, cutest minibus on train tracks that you have ever seen. But it, it's like a, a service every ten minutes, so it's a really it frequent is. service. You must have you must have a lot of people flowing through the station. We do, yeah. Numbers are just starting to uh, you know get back to pre COVID. Well, not quite pre COVID, but um. We're certainly building up um, customers again, which is nice. So does that mean George has relationships with, I want to say frequent flyers. It's not, you don't, there isn't a frequent flyer equivalent for train, is there? Season ticket holders. <laughs> I suppose that's the best you can get. Yeah. So for example, with George's um, Facebook, um, there was a gentleman that used the station who set George up on Facebook and that was, I think, either just when I came as station manager or just prior to that. So I was obviously posting every day onto the page and the, and the gentleman very kindly made me an admin. And it's just, this is where it's all just spiral, spiralled from. You have Twitter, the Instagram, and George just shows up, you know, like clockwork every day. Yeah. Being there. <laughs> So you've got the relationships there. What about with other customers? Like, do they do they all bring him treats? Do they know to feed him or not? How how do you how does he handle that? And how do you handle that? And sort of yeah. So George, people don't generally tend to feed George as such, but um, he is very fortunate in the fact that people do like to bring him treats. Um, we also get lots of gifts through the posts for George as well, which is lovely. Um, quite often when people contact us, I'm like. George is well provided for and, um, you know, it's quite often, it's nice if that gift could be donated in George's name to a local charity. Um, but, um, he, yeah, he likes to sit on the counter and um, people fuss him as they come by. We have regular, so the reason I started um, George's Twitter accounts was when we went into lockdown, I was just aware that people who saw George every day were either furloughed or working from home so they wouldn't get to see him so I thought well he's on Facebook I'll pop him on Twitter as well and it's just been absolutely phenomenal. So during that lockdown mm -hmm. what happened to the station was the station shuttered we, we, did you carry on? No 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 we were operational as normal so um 
the we all came to work for myself business as usual um we had a slight reduction in um hours for the staff to try and um make sure that you know they could be at home as much as and and somewhere in i wouldn't say safer environment because you know we took so many measures to keep them safe but we have schedule 17 and quite often in order to raise the staffing levels staff the ticket offices are open longer than schedule 17 hours so we were allowing them to go home early so just to be with their families yeah george lives at the station doesn't he doesn't go home with you every night yeah no 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 he has his own bedroom with three beds in it and um but he tends to prefer the box full of toilet tissue so and now cadors all all over the world are going of course he does of course (laughs) he does yeah, no, because I was just mind. wondering if, if the station had shuttered, what would have happened to him? Is it no, no, he's just going to carry so on. It's, there. Yeah, so so if the station had shut, then um, George would have gone home with Ian, which is where, where he goes for Christmas, Christmas Day and Boxing Day. Um, he goes home for turkey roast dinner with Ian. What about round the station? Because, you know, if, if he was on a farm, you know, my, my inclination would be like, he, he's a working cat, he would go out, he would be mousing, he'd be ratting, wouldn'ting. Mm-hmm. Is there much call for that at a station? Um, we did have to remove a present that he brought today. <laughs> How delicate. I mean, is that one off? Is it something that happens? I'm, I'm expecting him to bring a fallow deer in one day. He, he'd give it a good, good, good try. Um, he does catch a lot of mice. Obviously, being in railway, we have railway embankments. Um, behind the station, there's a bit of a wooded area that he likes to have a meander on down on his patrols. Uh, and yes, he, he does bring mice back. Um, pigeons. Yeah, we all remember the whole pigeon incident where, uh, the, yeah, I, I, I didn't realise that pigeons had quite so many feathers. Oh dear, what did he do? Um, well, where he likes to go and 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 put objects is where my office is. There's a set of stairs to go up, and um, he likes to sit underneath the landing there. And as I walked around the corner, um, I was just met by an absolute snowstorm of feathers and one very happy-looking cat. Until I took the pigeon off him, yeah, and then he got marched in. Yeah, I marched him inside for a disciplinary hearing. Is he actually employed? Yeah, he has his own name badge. Oh, well, if you've got a name badge, then you're quite definitely it, yes. <laughs> Job title? Senior mouse catcher. Do you have a junior mouse catcher? Not yet. No, no, I say yet. And if my boss <laughs> yes. listens to this, he will be cringing. <laughs> Ian suddenly realising that he has another job coming up in this near future when the, he leaves yeah. the station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you been at other stations with cats? No. You know, when you come up to a station... Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we have a cat. Is it just the most natural thing, or is there, is are, are there rules and regulations? Because you know, in in some area, you know, there are trains going past. It's it's a can be a dangerous environment. So, so we're we're quite fortunate because um, the way the station is, we the ticket office etc. is downstairs. So you then have a long subway, and then you have um, stairs that go up onto the platform. George will very rarely go upstairs onto the platform. Although that said, he has been caught meandering up and down the platforms when it's quieter late in the east, more um, in the summer evenings. But he he very rarely goes up onto the platform. Right, so he has his safe space. 
Yes, as, definitely. As, yes. As yeah. What's it been like reading those reactions? Because there, there must be like, you know, there's reactions every single day, but it must become part of the fabric of the station staff and yourself. Yeah, it's lovely. It is, it is so lovely. And I, I think, you know, it's sort of personally for myself, it's kept me going through um, the pandemic because I, I've worked every day and I've worked exceptionally long hours and, uh, and it's just, really nice people are so kind you know it's very rare that we will get any kind of negativity or anything like that uh and it's um i can't put it into words it's just really endearing and it is people are just so kind they really are and that's what that's what i'm trying to do with this page to um just you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, life is scary. The world is a scary place. But, you know, together we can all get through it and we can get through it. Um, and then also show a little bit of railway life and just how naughty or how cute George can be. I love the idea that he's helped you through the lockdown period. Oh, definitely. Definitely. You know, I've met so many nice people um, or engaged with so many nice people through um george's twitter like for for example um um stumpy cat um so <laughs> stumpy cat started um photoshopping pictures of george so every time george says good morning stumpy cats will um put a photoshopped image of george and then some lovely little pun or something to go with it and then of an evening when george says good night stumpy cat then puts a lovely little quote with it so i've become a very very good friends with the person behind stumpy cats um to the point where we're in contact every day um we've put so her name is harriet so we put two books together for george uh raising money for charity and um she's also helped me publish a book for my own artwork which i'd never never envisaged i would do so it's been great you know as i say it's allowed me to meet some really really smashing people do you think george knows that yeah of course he does of course he does I always kiss him and say thank you. Not that he appreciates that, of course. I mean, we, we've we've talked around him, but and and his his role and his impact and everything. But what kind of cat is George? He's lovely. He is. Um, he is so lovely. So I've always been quite respectful of George. You know, I I respect the fact that he's not my own cat. So you know, it's only recently where where I will I will pick him up. I will handle him. Um, to the point where now he chooses to come up in my office and tries to sit on my lap. So it's about building a relationship and, and not going straight in and like trying to grab him and manhandle him and, and things like that. But he's lovely. He's so cheeky. Um, he is exceptionally cheeky, very, very affectionate and very, very hungry. Always hungry. Now, is he actually hungry or is he just hoping? Probably a bit like me, to be fair. That's a good dodge of the answer, so I shall just move on there <laughs> rapidly as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I do see this little tiny cuddly dog in many of the pictures as well. So so the li- a little dog is, is a new addition. Um, somebody had, had left it at the station. We found it on the stairs, abandoned. So I'm hoping that they'll come back and get it. So, But for the moment, George is, looks like George is sleeping with it and almost, you know, just having ah, something I can cuddle. He's looking after it, yeah. So he he has 
<laughs> he has a friend. Um, we have Stunt George. Okay, now do tell. Do tell. This sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, many years ago, I um, we, we have the Rail Staff Awards, which is like a national award. I nominated my team at Stourbridge um, for a Rail Staff Award. Um, which they got through to the finals. And George was invited too. But, of course, George couldn't make it because he had to work. So I bought a, um, <laughs> a ginger cat's glove puppet so that, so that Stunt George could go to the um, the event. And Stunt George went to the event. He didn't drink, but he was well looked after and he looked after all the lads that were able to go. And where's Stunt George now? So Stunt, Stunt George sleeps beside George's bed. Okay, that mustn't that can't be at all worrying for him at all. Just waking up, going, "There's me." <laughs> he's used to it. <laughs> he's he's used to our madness. How how different do you think his life is compared to a cat who would just live in a normal home? Is he has a lot of freedom? So do other cats. Um, He's very indulged. He's very loved. So, the, you know, the, the, we have lots of staff that work there. And um, so there's always an abundance of um, people to fleece for food, people who want to stroke him, and in my case, kiss him. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's an awful lot of people who worship him, um, so he thinks. Yeah, I think it's slightly different because, you know, the additional attention that he gets. I have to pause here because I've got one just poking over as well. He's threatening to oh. jump on the board. Come on, Charlie. Oh. Like we can't do a proper recording if you're sitting on the buttons. You will do something silly. <laughs> Good Charlie. This Good is, Charlie. This is, this is why you have a station cat and not a signal box cat, I take oh, it. Oh look. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Oh look. <laughs> yeah, are you gonna say anything anything on the podcast or are you just gonna sit with the pictures? No, just going to be yeah, there you go. Listener, as you would expect when a cat invades the studio, nothing is said. Just no, no. quiet chaos of hiding all the butts. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so I take it, George, like, you know, you're working in the ticket office and everything. It's just the same sort of getting in the way as a cat when you're typing at a keyboard and doing work in an office or something. He's, he is pretty good. The, the only, so we have... Um, we have our clerical advisors who uh, they retail tickets, and then we also have our supervisors who sit at the back of that office. And uh, he doesn't generally tend to harass the clerical advisors, but he does harass the supervisors, and he will try and walk across their keyboards or sit on their paperwork and things like that, as cats do. So yes, George, mm. known around the world, steals treats. Occasionally goes onto platforms, has fond memories of a pigeon. Yes. I think that covers everything. He sounds gorgeous. He's a bit of a heart stealer as well. He is um, such a photogenic cat as well. So we only ever use like our, our mobile devices to take photographs of him. But I absolutely put my hand on my heart and swear he poses he absolutely poses for pet photographs. I'm sure of it. So if people want to have a look at this photography and imaging, where's the best place to follow the adventures of George? And you could certainly have a look on Instagram at um, George the Station. But you mentioned a book earlier. Yes. Harriet's um, Stumpy Cat. We've published two books now. 
um, and that's raising money for um, Stray Cats West Midlands. And we also do um, a calendar every year um, which assists the Samaritans, which is a charity which is dear to our hearts, obviously working within the environment that we do. And they can find links to them back from the Instagrams and all the usual places yes. as well. Yeah, or just type George the Cats into um, Google and it will come up, and he will come up in some shape or form, I'm sure. Well, when you're known by a single name on Google, that's when you know you've really, really made it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're asking for a pay rise next. Ah, oh, there you are. Um, so is that double the treats or just... We're in negotiations. His contract's due to be rewritten, so... Look, I promised I wasn't going to mention any negotiations about the trains or the stations in this podcast, okay? <laughs> it's not that kind of show. We're here for the no, cats. Definitely. <laughs> One day I might meet him when we go on one of these train journeys, but if not, we can follow him online and everything. Definitely. Thank you a lot for sharing George's story with us. You're most welcome. Thank uh, you. And uh, hopefully we'll watch him online and carry on from there. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to My Cat's Tale, a Spence Media production. Listen to more tales of our perfect pets at mycatstalepod.com and support us on Patreon. Hi everyone, Ewan Spence here, and wasn't that a great tale about George the Station Cat? That's what we do here on My Cat's Tale. Uh, and you already know that because you've got all the way through to the end of the podcast and you're listening to the sort of post credit sequence. We want to be able to have more people hear about all these wonderful, lovely stories about our feline friends. And you can help us by leaving a rating on your podcast app or directory. It's dead easy in Apple Podcasts. And whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast, there's probably a rating button there as well. Take 10, 15 seconds, press that. It really helps us. Catch you next week.